listen to our list It's our top five picks It's objectively subjective So listen along Our lists are never wrong It's not subjectively objective It's objectively subjective Objectively subjective Welcome to Objectively Subjective, a podcast where we give you our subjective top five list on many different topics, some current, some relevant, and others are um, totally excellent. Totally excellent, dude. <laughs> uh, yeah, uh, today we're doing our top five on our Keanu Reeves movies. Keanu. Keanu. Uh, I'm one of your hosts, Blake Allen, and with me always is... Uh, Paul, the bogus journey Jansen, and bogus I, journey Jansen, <laughs> bogus journey, bogus, uh, bogus journey album Jansen. <laughs> uh, tell us, tell them why we're doing this. Okay, man. So yeah, uh, cause I don't know. <laughs> number one, it's so funny because like, it's been a minute since Blake's had to do that and watching you just stumble through it was, was brilliant. Yeah, you know, <laughs> I have to read it. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, I've done them so many times. I really don't. Yeah. Don't. I just look at it go to know where I start and go, okay, cool. I got the rest. If, you know, if I was thinking, but I, I don't. I caught you I, off. Yeah, I caught, you caught me off guard. I'm like, oh, yeah, we're doing this live in person. It's my time to read. It's my or time. Or it's my time to do the intro. My time Which to means read. Read. <laughs> this whole podcast is about you reading. <laughs> That's true. I will be reading. Um, so the reason we're doing Keanu, which I want to go and apologize. This episode was supposed to come out last week, uh, but... Uh, we worked all day, two days in a row, and I my stomach was just, it was not going to let me do podcasting last week. So um, we apologize. Rather than putting out a half-assed late episode, we decided to you know do it the right way and just give it a week off. So we apologize, but we are back. Uh, I wouldn't say better than ever, but we are back. Yeah, but uh, this could be half-assed as well, but <laughs> more than likely will be. Uh, but uh, we're gonna have some fun with this one. Uh, the reason we're doing Keanu, like I said, Keanu, Keanu. You can't say his name without no, sounding no, like Keanu. A, a <laughs> <laughs> so the reason I really wanted to do this one was, um, if it were more time relevant, it's because of the new, yeah. uh, the new Bill and Ted came out. You know what? We got Cyberpunk. Cyberpunks coming out as well. If we're, and if we're being honest, we are in the Keanu Renaissance. Mm-hmm. So I think it's just a very relevant um, Keanu Renaissance. The, Ke- the Keanu Renaissance. The Keanu Renaissance. <laughs> uh, so I thought it was very relevant uh, because of the new movie that is out. Um, real quick, the, um, you haven't watched the new Bill and Ted yet, right? No. Okay. So. Uh, it didn't make my list. It's, it's a newer movie, so I'm not. I, but I do want to briefly just t- talk about it since I have watched it. You know what? I won't do that because I'll just save it for later, if it makes sense. You pick up on it now for a different segment. Yeah. So, but we thought, yeah, like I said, it was very relevant, and we wanted to start doing some more um, precise, I guess, um, uh, list rather than just like generic, like top five movies, top five whatever, top five cleaning products. We wanted to do top. Five. Which that is to come. Mm-hmm. Which Go ahead I, and spoil the season. Top top five cleaning products, which are probably appropriate for this year. Um, but so yeah, that's why we're doing our top five Keanu. Um, and this is going to be more, one of our more fun lists because I had to coerce Blake into doing this list with me because I like Keanu Reeves a lot. It's not that he doesn't like Keanu Reeves a lot. It's just this is a tougher list for him. Mm-hmm. So uh, in order to co- coerce him to do in this one next week list will be something i agreed 
four with him. So, uh, it'll be another actor, but we'll talk about that later. So, um, but yeah, that's why we're doing Keanu Reeves. So, uh, how do we do this? So if you read then you go first, I go first. Hmm. Okay. So I guess without further ado, we're going to go ahead and get started with my number five. So my number five is, uh, my guilty pleasure, uh, pick for this list. Um, I'm going to go ahead and probably wager you probably haven't seen this movie. (laughs) But uh, my number five is uh, Sweet November. (laughs) Bruh. Is that really your number five? That is my number five. No shit? I swear. (laughs) (laughs) Have you seen Sweet November? Yeah, it's the sequel to uh, Better October. So (laughs) go ahead. Talk about it. And then I I can join you. (laughs) So... Sweet November is a movie that released in 2001, is directed by Pat O'Connor, uh, also co-stars uh, Charlize Theron, and <coughs> I have uh, laughter juice in my throat. And, uh, <laughs> yeah, laughter juice. Uh, uh, and Jason Isaacs. Ball, <laughs> ball gravy. yeah. Jason Isaacs. It had a budget of $40 million and made $65.8 uh, million worldwide. So uh, this movie is, uh, for those who haven't seen it, it, it's not critically reviewed very well. Uh, it is a very sappy early 2000s um, romance. It's a drama. It's mm-hmm. very sad, I guess. Yeah, I was going to say a rom-com, but it's, it's not. not really. No. So, like, Keanu Reeves plays like this, you know, businessman who does really well. I think it's in, set in San Francisco. And Charlize Theron plays like this hippy-dippy girl, and they, they don't match. And they end up falling in love. But she's very secretive about her life and um, hides a lot from him. And, you know, but he comes infatuated with her. And, like, you end up finding out that she has cancer. And uh, so, you know, and it has this very, I'm not going to spoil it if you haven't seen it, but it's a, for it's a 19 year old movie. Yeah. Uh, but or it's, 19, yeah, my bath. It has a very sad, if not bittersweet, ending, which I, you know, kind of like those movies rather than the, you know, the traditional, Oh, she got better. And we ended up being together kind of movie. So the ending is kind of open-ended, but, um, I think it's a really sweet and endearing movie. Uh, you don't see Keanu do Keanu, uh, Keanu do <laughs> I feel like that dude from SNL, Keanu Reeves. <laughs> uh, you don't see him do, uh, drama very often. So it was, it was, you know, and this is when he was, uh, in his matrix hype powers. Mm-hmm. So, uh, it was interesting to see him do this after being Neo, you know. So I, I look, is it a good movie? Probably not. But I, I have a nostalgia, guilty pleasure for this film um, because I watched it in my. I didn't see it until it was on TV. Mm-hmm. Uh, watched it in my high, I mean, my high school, my college years where I was sad boy and everything. So everything that was even remotely like sad like that, I was just like, <laughs> just to, <laughs> yeah. appealed to my uh, uh, sadder natures. Is it a good movie? No. Is it a great movie? No. Is it even an okay movie? No. But I put it as my number five. So yeah, tell it me, did something. Tell me why it's your number five. Uh, well, what's your favorite part about the movie? Uh, well, that oh, dude. Okay, it's very specific. But that uh, where Keanu, uh, uh, um, <laughs> he traveled back in time. That's and, a different movie. <laughs> With his buddy, Charlize Theron. <laughs> but yeah, that's why it's my number five. It's excellent. <laughs> so for those who haven't figured this out, uh, Blake's never seen this movie. Yes, I have. I told, I've seen the sequel. What's the sequel? Sour December. 
Okay. It so, doesn't have Keanu in it, but and it was on I think it was a lifetime original. Yeah. Something. Uh it's like a spin off. It's a spin off. Uh, yeah, I guess you'd say a spin-off. Well, so like, well, no, you know, no, no, no. It's the like same a, character, just not the same actor. Well, you know, so like they do the Transformers movies, but then they do like uh, Transmorphers. Yes. It's like that. It's like that. It's like the cheap rip-off version. Yeah. Okay, I got you. Sour this, December. This, this is how, I recommend it. This is how cheesy I was back then, too, man. Like, I uh, uh, I was in a band in high school. This is right when I was in high school, and I wrote lyrics to a song for mm, some and it girl was from that movie. You know, for some girl I met on Live Journal, and I called it "Sweet November." Ugh, <laughs> nice, dude. Uh, you don't have to. You don't even have to ugh me. I get it. Uh, like, dude, I was eighteen, man. Like, well, hold on. Didn't they make a movie called with Keanu Reeves called "No Nut November"? <laughs> Does it have anything to do with I, that? I'm so done with you. Oh, God almighty. No Nut November. No, they did not. Keanu Reeves. <laughs> Keanu <laughs> cannot Nut Reeves. Cannot Nut Reeves, yep. <laughs> Reeds. <laughs> Reeds. Uh, it's, yeah, it's his porn name. Yeah. <laughs> oh, God. So, yeah, without for, for, not further ado, I guess, for those who don't know, this is probably going to be a very speedy episode because... <laughs> Because uh, Blake is uh, probably We're not- probably going to have the exact same list. Uh, oh, no, I'm just kidding. Uh, <laughs> I'm just going to... My number four is... Wait a minute. Go. Wait a minute. You said a speedy list. Is that a... Is that foreshadowing? Not on mine. Yeah, mine neither. Anyways. Uh, let's, go. <laughs> <laughs> let's go. My number four is this. And you're going to go, that's my number four. Dude, weird. Talk about it. <laughs> and then I can go, uh-huh. I agree. So... Yes, my number five, once again, is Sweet November. Sweet. Like, what is your number five again? Uh, my number five is Sweet No Nut November. <laughs> so I guess we'll move on to my number four. Yes, Blake, I, I know this This isn't going to be on your list. Oh, you wait till next week. I got something for you. Okay. Uh, uh, <laughs> he's sabotaging me, folks. Uh, do you know this isn't the ver- fight night, right? <laughs> Yeah, I know. Uh, anywho, so my number four, uh, I guess we'll get to my number four, is a movie that I know we've talked about. I know you like this movie. Uh, and this is a comic book film. And it is a, I guess it's a Vertigo film, but you can technically say it belongs in the DC universe. But my number four is Constantine. Um, so I have a feeling this might make an appearance on your list, but probably higher. But if I'm wrong, that's fine. I don't really care. Uh, <laughs> but uh, you're wrong. <laughs> uh, okay. But uh, so this movie came out in 2005. It was directed by Francis Lawrence. Uh, obviously, it stars Keanu Reeves as the title character, John Constantine. Uh, it's got Rachel Weisz, uh, Shia LaBeouf, uh, Tilda. I, S- go ahead. He's in that. Yeah, he plays Chaz. It's been so long since I've seen that movie. Yeah, he drives the car and he's like. Uh, which in the comics, Chaz is much older, but uh, it's got Tilda Swinton, uh, Dishmon Hansu, uh, Gavin Rosdale, who's the lead singer of Bush, um, so uh, Peter Stormare or Stormare, I, I, he's Swedish. I don't, I'm probably mispronouncing that awfully. Uh, it had a, a seventy-five to hundred million dollar budget. That probably means like production and then plus advertisement is what makes it go up to the hundred, and it made two hundred thirty point nine worldwide. So for those who don't know. Uh, we have discussed the character John Constantine before, previously on our DC episode, which featured our buddy Dustin. Uh, it uh, he is a DC Vertigo character who deals with the mystic arts. Uh, and this movie, while not number one, Constantine's British, Keanu Reeves is not. 
Um, he's Californian, right? Uh, I, I want to say he's of so, a- I, I want to say he's of Asian descent. I think we talked about this before, and I don't want to say the wrong thing. Let's see if I can look it up. Well, he's, he's born in Beirut. He's born in Ray, so he uh, he be Le- that's Lebanese, right? Beirut's in Lebanon, right? I I failed. Well, I didn't fail, but I've barely passed geography. So, uh, it is in Lebanon. Yep, it's a city in Lebanon. Well, so he's Leban you. he's Lebanese. So he's Middle Eastern. Nerd. But he grew up in Toronto. I am a nerd. I want a geography be, bro. Wow. Uh, you should be uh, impressed. <laughs> <laughs> so impressed. Uh, so yes, it, it's uh. So a lot of people had a problem with the fact that he wasn't British. Um, <clears throat> did he smoke? Uh, in the movie. Yeah, yeah, he, yeah, he smoked. In the okay, movie. yeah, absolutely, he smoked. Because remember that, uh, uh, the devil reaches up and takes the cancer out of his lungs. Ah, uh. as he's flipping them off as he flies away. I think this movie is a ton of fun. I think it ages really well. Honestly, I think it's a, I think it it would be valued more now than it was then because I don't think a lot of superhero films were nearly as dark for the time. And uh, this movie was probably about five years too early. Um, it, but. Like I said, I really enjoyed it. It's not super comic book accurate, but not a lot of people know a lot about Con- well, didn't they didn't know a lot about Constantine definitely then. Mm. He's much more popular now thanks to the, the Legends of Tomorrow and the animated TV show, I mean movies and stuff like that. So he's got much more appeal now that he's more active in the DC universe. But uh you know, at the time people pop people probably didn't realize that, that was a DC character. So, um they kind of got away with, you know, just kind of being a little more free with the character. But I thought it worked. I thought it was really entertaining. And if I'm being honest, I didn't know a whole lot about Constantine at the time. I, I don't know anything. Exactly. Yeah. And I knew who he was, but I didn't know much about him. I know more, a lot more about him now, obviously. But um, I enjoyed the film. Is it a, the greatest uh, comic book film of all time? No. But, you know, it's one of those movies that if um, I got time to kill or if it's on, I'll just stop and watch it. Because it's just a fun movie. And it, it's paced really well. And it moves, and I think for the time, I think the uh, um, CG is not too bad in it, and it's got a lot of really good actors and big name actors in it alongside him. And um, it it is funny because you know Constantine has a ton of charisma uh, in the comics, and so I think that's a lot of people because you, you hire a guy that does a lot of one liners basically. Mm-hmm. But everybody around him was filled with so much character that it he didn't need to be this big, super big character, like you no know, personality to make it work. But, uh, yeah, I really, really enjoyed this movie. I don't know if it's streaming on anything right now. It was on Netflix for a while. I own it, so I can watch it anytime I want. No, I bet you it's on HBO Max. I was about to say, wouldn't it be on? Uh, or DC, at least DC. The Max. Yeah, because it's a DC movie. So, there's, there, I imagine it's streaming somewhere. You could probably find it. Um, it is a 15-year-old movie, so, you know. That's the last time I saw it. <laughs> it's 15 years ago? In the theater. I uh, see. I saw it. I saw it about a year ago. It was because it was on Netflix about a year ago, and I was just chilling at the house. I was like, "Man, I want to watch this," so I watched it. Uh, and uh, I, I make a period. Uh, uh, I make a period. I make, I make a point to watch it every few years, just because I like to stay up on my comic book movies. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's some that I'll never like. I haven't watched Daredevil since it came out. <laughs> so uh, I have, but yeah, uh, you kind of justify spending that money on that Blu-ray. So mm-hmm. um, director's cut. Director's Rated cut. R. <laughs> uh, is it like only like five minutes longer too? I don't even know, honestly. I think the reason it's rated R is because there's like an F bomb drop in a song in the background, and that's it. Ma- oh, yeah. that's more than likely true. <laughs> so, uh, once again, my number four is Constantine. All right, so my number four is—I guarantee you, this is on your list. There's no way it's not. Uh, it's uh, Destination Wedding. 
2018. I, I, I don't know what that is. Yes, you do. You've seen it. Everybody has seen it. It's one of the greatest Keanu movies ever made. It's just not my number one movie. because that's my opinion. 2018. Destination. I'm looking this up. Oh, uh, yes. Yeah, him and Winona Ryder. And I didn't know this existed. Oh, my God. you got to be kidding me. Uh-uh. Me neither. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it lost money. Well, money's not important, you know? Let's see what their critical review for it is. Look, PlayStation 3 lost money. That's one of the greatest consoles, right? It actually got a 52% on Rotten Tomatoes. That's not bad. That's 2% over half. Yeah, that's not terrible. That's not terrible. Uh, Just like, look, like I just said with PlayStation 3 losing money at first, got to give it time. It's only two years old. It's still got time to make its money. It still got time to make his money. It still got time. People, people don't, don't even know. People, people don't know. They don't know. Now they're gonna know because they're listening to this. Uh, the movie's called Destination Wedding, and it's about these. It's about a destination it's wedding. It's about him and one on a rider uh, going is, to a wedding of a people that they hate or it's something. A, it's a sequel to Bram Stoker's Dracula, where they star together. <laughs> yeah, I think so. Actually, because yeah, they they they're engaged in that movie, and now now they're the destination. Well, I don't think they're married in this movie. They're going to a wedding. Yeah, well, the destination is Transylvania. There so. you go. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, but <laughs> have you literally have you actually seen this movie? Yes. What's your eventually? Fa- what's your favorite part of this movie? My favorite part is when Keanu Reeves <laughs> and Winona Ryder travel back in time, and. They go to a wedding in the past. <laughs> and uh, so, yeah, that's why it's my number four. Keanu Reeves does a lot of time travel in these movies. Every movie. Excellent. <laughs> Excellent, dude. So, yeah, that's on your list, I'm assuming. I'm, I'm crying, man. Okay. <laughs> I'm bad. <laughs> oh, all right. So... Uh, Mike, what's your number four? My number four is Destination Wedding. And if you haven't seen it, pick it up. I'm sure it's on, I'm sure you can get it at the $5 bin, Walmart. Uh, I'm sure you can go to the last blockbuster on earth and get a used copy of it. And, uh, yeah, let's support this movie. Let's get this movie rolling. Let's get these numbers up. Let's get this movie a sequel. Destination Wedding 2. Uh, oh, God. Uh, the end game. Uh, if you guys had any idea how seriously he's selling this bullshit. Oh, God. Oh. So, one again, your number four. My number four is Destination Wedding. Uh, all right. All right. Very good. Uh, are you going to remember these when we do you do the countdown? Yeah, I wrote them down. Oh, okay. okay. I wrote the movies down. <laughs> okay. All right. So, my we're going to move on to my number three. Oh, uh, all right. My number three is another movie I've actually seen, and it's uh, <laughs> this movie is a very popular movie. I just snotted all over myself. That's a really, that's a really good thing. Uh, coronavirus. Uh, coronavirus. <laughs> uh, uh, anywho, this movie you could argue you could argue is what really uh, started the uh, Keanu Reevesance. Okay. Uh, and it's kind of it was his com- like his comeback movie essentially like he still never stopped acting but this was kind of the one where everyone went oh hey he hasn't really made a whole lot of you know movies I don't like and uh, this one kind of brought it back and that is uh, John Wick or now retroactively actively known as John Wick Chapter One um, so 
It wasn't called Chapter 1 at first? No, it retroactively went back as called oh, Chapter okay. 1. So now it's just known as... Same thing like with uh, Star Wars and uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, all the episodes there. It was just called A New Hope. No, it wasn't, it wasn't called New Hope till later. It was Star Wars just initially. So a lot of changes live when you make sequels. So this movie came out in 2014. It is directed by Chad Stahelski. Um, it also co-stars uh, Michael Nykvist, Alfie Allen, Adrian Palicki... Bridget Moynihan, Dean Winters, Ian McShane, John Leguizamo, and Willem Dafoe. Um, it has an all-star cast. Obviously, this is the first and currently is a trilogy. John Wick 4 is slated to come out. I imagine it's probably got a little behind schedule thanks to the coronavirus. Um, so for those who don't know, this is a uh, pretty straightforward just an action film mm-hmm. uh, where Keanu Reeves plays a former um i guess a bounty hunter assassin he played a former assassin he's in late retirement and uh basically uh basically um the wrong guys fuck with him and kill his dog and uh who was given to him as a puppy by his late wife and uh that triggered the boogeyman so which you know they refer to him as the boogeyman and baba yaga all throughout the series and he just goes on a killing rampage, and it spawns a whole series of people trying to chase him down, him chasing other people. It's full of really, really well-done action sequences. Uh, it's a ton of fun. It's fast-paced. If you haven't seen this movie, which I highly doubt most people have seen this movie by now in one way or the other, if you haven't seen it, I highly recommend it. Um, it's one of the better action films that's come over in the last out in the last decade. It's a ton of fun. It's uh, honestly... Uh, Keanu at his best at doing what he does best and uh, being a stoic one-liner action film guy and uh, you know he did a lot of training for this too like he went out and did all the shooting range stuff to get accurate like SWAT team training so he has the that's uh, so like I was listening to a podcast and they were talking about how um, you'll see a lot you'll know a lot of guys who don't have the proper training when you watch them in the movies when they they'll bust into a room and just hit number one figure uh, finger on a trigger just pointing straight ahead whereas you have guys like Keanu when he, you're taught as a SWAT team member or whatever when you come in a room you ch- or military you check left you check right you check every corner before you bust in a room mm-hmm. and you do, you have trigger discipline you don't put your finger on a trigger and he's like you, he's, uh, like I was talking about like they love Keanu Reeves for that because the guy looks like he knows what he's doing he's believable in the role uh, because of how he's carrying himself but uh I, I highly suggest I, all the Moose sequels are great. Uh, honestly, they, you could make an argument that they get progressively better as the series goes on, but you don't have two and three without one. So, you know, my kind of my rule, I almost always put the original out. So, I haven't seen two or three. You haven't? Nah. I'm surprised. I figured you had. You, you'll like them. Did you like one? I liked one. Yeah, they get better. Because they just kind of, like, you know, with the one, you get the backstory and stuff. With mm. with two and three, there's, it's just, I mean, it starts out action all the way through. You don't have to worry about backstory and all this stuff. It's just basically two big, long chase scenes <laughs> full of tons of action. And they get, uh, I mean, he rides a horse through a big city in the third one. <laughs> oh, okay. So, it's a ton of fun, man. I think the third one has Halle Berry in it, and uh, the second one has... Or maybe it is the first one of them has uh, the girl that Ruby Rose in it. I think it's the first one. Maybe it's the second one. I can't remember. Um, but anyway, they're all a ton of fun. Um, I don't. I think those are streaming on HBO. 
at least the first one was, or the second one was. That's where I watched the second one. Um, but I'm assuming you could probably find those streaming somewhere. They're all fairly new, um, so you might actually have to purchase them or find other means of watching them. But I highly recommend them. They're a ton of fun. So, uh, yeah, my number three is John Wick, Chapter 1. All right. Uh, well, my number three is uh, a movie that some would say is not a Keanu Reeves movie, but it is, and that's Toy Story 4. Okay, that counts. That Does counts. It count? Absolutely, it counts. See, he plays a major role in that movie. Okay, okay. Yeah. Right, I was like, I don't know if this is... Uh... He, it almost made my honorable mentions. Oh, okay, sweet. So this one isn't a joke. Uh, this one I actually like. Uh, I do love Toy Story 4. I don't have any information on it. I was going to dig my way through it. Uh, Toy Story 4 is a Pixar movie. Came out last year, I think. Was it last year or 2018? It was, 20, it was 2019. I got it right here. Hold on. 2019. Yep. Uh, 20, oh my God, this year has been so long. Exactly. All right, so yeah, uh, I think I watched it this year, though. I didn't watch it last year. I didn't see it. You watched it when it came to Disney Plus. Yes. Um, But yeah, for anybody wondering, he was uh, Duke Kaboom. Duke Kaboom. For some reason, I kept thinking his name was Super Dave. (laughs) It's basically, it's a Canadian ripoff of Super Dave. So Super Dave is a thing. Super Dave is real, yeah. He's a real person. That's the original, like, Evil Knievel or what? No, uh, yeah, Super Dave was a real person. He had a TV show and a cartoon. He, he's a and he's a comedic ripoff of Evil Knievel. Okay, all right. And okay. then Duke Kaboom is the in that is the movie. ripoff of that. And he's Canadian, if I believe correct, in that one. And, okay, which you know he was uh, Keanu Reeves was raised in Canada, so yeah, um, that uh makes it correlates too. So uh, yeah, he plays a a little stuntman toy. Yeah, a little like a little Evil Knievel motorcycle stuntman toy like a fu manchu doesn't he like yeah. mustache he uh i would say he is my favorite character in the movie uh yeah especially in that movie uh we've talked about this before i don't think toy story 4 is a bad movie mm. i think it's an unnecessary movie uh three was the perfect ending of the trilogy four just felt like a money grab and honestly like why like I, it was an entertaining movie i don't i don't think it was one of Pixar's strongest attempts at a film. I think it was very lazy. I think, you know, and they look, well, the, I think they cashed in on the Keanu Renaissance. I think so. Honestly, part, part of it. And I think they wanted to write off Tom Hanks's character and for, sorry, spoiler for those that haven't seen it. This is a newer movie. So, uh, if you haven't seen toy story four, stop it right now. Fast forward about five minutes, but, uh, starting now. Okay. So, at the end of that movie, my main problem with the movie is like, uh, you know, I like Keanu in the movie, and I thought, like I said, it's a cute movie. Is but my favorite character is Buzz, mm-hmm. and he's barely in the movie. And what makes Toy Story, especially the first three, so good is Woody and Buzz's dynamic. And that dynamic is they're not even together the whole film; they're separated the whole film. Yeah, because uh, Woody's mostly with the Bo Peep, well, and the evil the f- girl, the sport. Guy. Oh yeah, Sporky. Sporky. Sporky is going to be like I was supposed to be like I guess his new best friend type thing, and it just to me it didn't work. It uh, the dynamic once you they're like okay well, we've done Buzz and Woody well like it works mm-hmm. it worked for those three movies like and if you're going to keep doing these and milking this cow like you need to uh go keep going with what works you know like obviously kids don't care about that thing so they love the movie and like I said it's not a bad movie but it's to me it's the worst Toy Story. And, 
it's just because, like I said, I, I, it was unnecessary. It didn't need to happen. And three was such a perfect ending to that story. And I, I just don't like when companies and people just milk uh, things for, like squeeze blood from a stone and ruin a good thing. And they're not the only uh, people, you know, guilty of it. And tons of companies do that sort of thing. So, well, do you think? Do you think there's going to be a Toy Story five? Uh, and this was their way to write Tom Hanks out because of it, stuff going on. Oh uh, yeah, who knows? That <laughs> I mean, it happened all before that. But uh, I, I just you know, I don't know. I do know they do the Sporky shorts mm-hmm. on uh Disney Plus. I think that's more where Toy Story will live. There's Doom, a Duke and Boom shorts too, right? Yeah. Okay. I think that's more where Toy Story will live from now on. Is those mm-hmm. little like the holiday specials they do and stuff like that, because I don't see how you continue that series without Woody and Woody is definitively gone from that series. So anywho, that's my soapbox about Toy Story 4, but yeah, he does do a fun job. Yeah. Cause I'm thinking, does he do any other voice roles? I don't think he really does. I think it might've been his first one. Uh, and I honestly didn't even know that was him. And I looked until I looked it up. He does a great job. He has yeah. a lot. It's the, probably the most energy you hear out of his voice mm-hmm. uh, outside of what is going to be my number two's role. So uh, I know he makes a, a cameo in this new SpongeBob movie, but yeah, but he's isn't he live action? It's live action. Yeah, yeah. He's like a tumbleweed, sponge out of water or whatever. Yeah. Uh, I, you know, I haven't even bothered to look. But you know, I it's, haven't it's been either. in theater for like a month. Really? Yeah. Like in select theaters, like 300, 400 theaters. But yeah, it's been out for a while. Okay, so I didn't even know if it officially came out. Yeah, it's officially out. Uh, just they haven't expanded it. Mm. Um, I don't know if there's any leaks of it or anything, but you know, I don't I even know if there's reviews of it, to be honest with you. Yeah, I haven't seen anything about it. So, But I do know that it's because you go to Box Office Mojo, it's made $2 million to this point. So who knows? I mean, I'll watch it eventually. I've seen all the other SpongeBob stuff. Oh so. yeah. I want to see it. I just, I just thought it got pushed back or I just haven't heard anything about it. It's very, very, I think it's like 321 theaters have mm. it. So, but yeah. So you have anything else to add to Duke Kaboom? No. So, uh, once again, your number, that's My number, number three, right? three is toy story four. Speaking of number three, I love your haircut. Thank you. For those who, uh, don't know this podcast, uh, histor- uh, historically a visual media uh but uh which you know what uh we're gonna take a pic we got we forgot to do it last time we gotta take a picture this time okay uh but uh blake's got one of the most the most majestic mullets going and not like me like you know people going oh it looks like a mullet no i'm talking about a legitimate professionally cut mullet Mm. a mullet it's a mullet. It's a mullet. Uh, and yes, mullets are coming back, but I've had these my whole life. Have they ever left? Not to me. Not here. Not in Not my where heart. it counts. No. Uh, well, a part of them left when the Intimidator left, but... That's why we're going to pause real quick since we're at our threes. Do we are at our number three? Three seconds. We're going to pause. Do a three-second pause. Okay. And we're back. So we're back, guys. I thanks, hope you guys. guys prayed with us. Um, uh, uh, I'll, I'll you know what? Better. I just realized I only got two lines on the side of my head. I should have got three. You should have. Raised. I mean, there's still time. I did it myself. Yeah, you could do one more. Yeah. I could have Steph do one for yeah, you. Yeah, I did it myself. So. Uh, what was it? Raise hell, praise Dale. Raise hell, praise Dale. So. Anyways, yes, so you're number three or two? You're Now I'm on to my number two. So now. Uh, we are speeding through this. Yeah, this is going <laughs> to be one of our shorter episodes. Uh, 
like I said, this is a this is episode's more just Blake uh, doing me a solid. Well, you know, I was about to say, imagine when we do our next episode, and I gotta want be the one to lead the show. It's gonna be a fifteen minute episode. Oh no, because I'm gonna. I'm not going to pull you. I'm going to have so much really dumb information. Okay. All right. Uh, I'm going to ham that up so hard. Sweet. So, um, but anywho. So, my number, without further ado, we're going to do my number two. My number two. Keon two. My my Keon two Reeves uh, is, uh, this movie is arguably, uh, not arguably. This movie is the movie that uh, made the set. Keanu Reeves off. Uh, this was his first big role, and what uh, introduced the world to Keanu Reeves. And um, I almost put this at my number one because I, um, this is the first movie I ever saw him in. It's the first movie I fell in love with him in. But I'd be lying if I didn't put my number one where it is. So uh, without further ado, my number two is Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure. So. Uh, Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure is a film that came out in 1989. It is directed by Stephen Herrick, and it uh, also co-stars Alex Winter and George Carlin, uh, amongst a bunch of other smaller actors. So, uh, and as far as budget, it was only made for 6.5 million bucks, and it made 40.5 in 1989, which is you know pretty damn good. Mm-hmm. So like 150 now on a six million dollar budget, you know. So. What's this story? Uh, this movie has, uh, before I getting get into what it's about, has a really cool history uh, about how it got made. So, this film was originally filmed in 1986. So, uh, which is why Keanu and Keanu and uh, Alex look so young in the film, and because you know he did. Uh, Point Break and a bunch of other movies came out a year after this, and he looks, you know, three four years older. You know, uh, is because they filmed this when he was, they were younger. So what had happened is the studio that filmed it uh, didn't think it was going to do well. Thought they were going to lose money and they were going to send it straight to VHS. And uh, Orion uh, and whoever owns Orion might be New Line. I can't remember who it is. Uh, purchased the rights to the film. Because they liked the film, they thought it was quirky, and the budget was next to nothing, so they bought the film and released it in theater. Uh, and because it, it had been sitting in production hell and sitting on a shelf, when the, by the time they bought it, it released three years after it completed filming, which was uh, in 1989. But unlike New Mutants, this film actually did well, and many people enjoyed. Uh, and another really funny, cool thing too is. Uh, which you can see in the movie, uh, Keanu Reeves and Alex Winter's uh, rapport with each other is really, really insanely good. And it's crazy because the first time they ever met is when they both showed up to audition. They both showed up on motorcycles and talked in the parking lot for like an hour before auditions about motorcycles and became friends in the parking lot and went in and auditioned together. Nice. Same day, first time they ever met each other. And they actually auditioned for the opposite roles. In the movie, uh, Keanu plays uh, Ted Theodore Logan, and uh, um, uh, Alex Winter plays Bill uh, Preston Esquire uh, in the film, and they actually auditioned for the opposite roles, and they end up getting the opposite roles. So I thought that was really interesting. So in the movie, for those who haven't seen another movie that is literally – uh, you know, 31 years old, actually almost 35 years old is, uh, 
about these two high school dudes who are about to fail history and have to repeat, uh, I think their senior year in high school. And George Carlin shows up from the future and tells them that they write a song that's going to save the world. And if they fail, then they can't do that. So they have to use a phone booth that is a time machine. And they go back and get uh, a bunch of famous historical people like Socrates, or or as they say, Socrates, Beethoven. Uh, They get a bunch of famous uh, historical people, Genghis Khan, I think, uh, and Napoleon Dynamite, who ends up wreaking havoc all over the town and stuff. He kind of plays the bad guy, which, funny story, in the original script, Napoleon Dynamite was supposed to be Hitler. And uh, the car- uh, but they were like, uh, don't even in the '80s. They were like, ah, not a good idea. Yeah. And they went with Napoleon, which which much more quirky and worked obviously way better than Hitler. It would have made a much darker film if it was Hitler. So, um, it uh, in movie is it's fun. It, the, what's good about it is it, it's not uh, vulgar humor. It's not it doesn't rely on blue comedy, but it still works. It's very quirky. It's very '80s. It is very 80s, and the sequel, Bogus Journey, comes out in 92, three years later, and it still feels very 80s, early 90s. But they're just fun. They're good-hearted movies. Uh, you don't watch them to you know, go, oh, that was so great. You watch them to go, you know, I feel good now. Mm-hmm. Because it's just a good, kind-hearted film. And, uh, you know, me being, I was right in that wheelhouse when it came out. Like, I was about five years, five, six years old when I finally got to see it on VHS. So I was the age, and then they had the cartoon spinoff. They had the cereal. They had toys. So, oh, excuse me. Which, if I remember correctly, I think Keanu and Alex Winter also do the voice roles for their own characters in the cartoon show as well. I don't remember the cartoon at all. Oh, I do. Was it syndicated or? Yeah, as a syndicated show. Um, but uh, I think I watched it in Florida at my grandma's house because I remember her buying me the cereal. Mm. So I yeah I just absolutely love this movies these movies and they're cult classics it, it, it they are movies that if you weren't born in that era or older th- you're not gonna get new fans to them I don't think just because they are kind of dated mm-hmm. um, but uh, so if you're younger it's they're probably not gonna be for you uh, it's not that you won't get the references it's just a you know it's just a different era just a different culture and that's just the, the nostalgia does is the big thing for me now uh, i own all the movies um but yeah those are my dudes i grew up on those movies and that's what made me really like keanu kind of why i defend keanu to this day <laughs> uh just because i you know on top of him just being a, like you know it's a notoriously really great person which is seems to be really hard to find in mm-hmm. uh hollywood these days he uh just seems to have his shit together man and he just he doesn't ever go out and offend anybody he doesn't pretend he's something he's not he doesn't take roles that don't make sense for him you know what i mean like he just like you know this is me this is the role i'm in and i'm gonna have fun doing it so uh but yeah my number two is bill and ted's excellent adventure all right uh my number two is uh, a big giant mcdonald's commercial uh, and it's called The Day of the Earth is Still. And I saw this in theaters. I'm about, I'm about to stop this podcast right here now. <laughs> Why? Because it was terrible. But it made a lot of money. Did it really? Yeah. I didn't know that. I didn't either. I saw it, I saw it in theater too. <laughs> I was so stoked for this movie. So this is real talk. I was too. Let me tell you why. Because my dad loves the original. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was one of my dad's favorite sci-fi movies of all time. So I grew up watching the original black and white film numerous times. You do know it was a remake, right? Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So like, 
51. Oh, my, yeah, so, yeah. So my me and my dad went and saw it together in theater. You know, my dad left went going. And my dad liked everything. He was just so mad. Like he's like, no, that just wasn't my movie. That wasn't well. That wasn't his movie. This was a big giant. Uh, let's see. Let me think of the product placements. You had McDonald's. You had some kind of watch. Uh, I want to say that was a phone and a car. A car. I know there was a car. I can't remember what car it was. Uh, whoo, got twenty one percent on Rotten Tomatoes. Yeah, but but it made two hundred and thirty three million. It sure did on eight. On eight. On it probably made more than that if you talk about all the. Marketing. How many copies of the Blu-ray I bought? Well, <laughs> yeah, probably. What's about all the marketing, yeah. like the advertising and stuff? They probably made a ton off that advertisement. Um, the reason it's my number two is because the CGI was amazing. Was it? And Jennifer Connelly's in it, so Who anything else? she's in, I'm I'm all for. Labyrinth, I'm into it. Who else is in this movie? Jaden Smith. Oh yeah. John Cleese, John Hamm, Kathy Bates. It's a pretty good cast. Stellar cast. I haven't seen this one since the theater. Uh, yeah. <laughs> you haven't either, have you? Uh, uh so would you? <laughs> God damn it! Uh, I had something I was gonna do in my head, and I forgot what it was. So yeah, for those who haven't seen the original, the original is literally one of the most iconic sci-fi films of all time. Mm. So if you want to watch a really like what kind of set sci-fi films going forward uh the original the day there stood still is uh a really good movie to watch and obviously it looks like a 1951 black and white sci-fi film uh, which is what they're supposed to look like right but the story is really well done mm-hmm. and uh it's a good movie but uh this movie that this is in that era too because right around that time tom hanks did war of the worlds right they remade yeah, war of the worlds i saw that one too in theater so did i and uh it's just like that was in that like 2005 to 2000. Did you say Tom Hanks? I meant Tom Cruise. Sorry, Tom Cruise. <laughs> the short Tom. Uh, but they. Uh, this is in that era where um, Hollywood didn't have an original idea for like three, four, five years. And they just we. I you know I felt really proud of myself because uh, I was in. When did uh, War of the Worlds come out? Uh, 2008. Okay, I, so I was maybe I was in high school. And uh, a few years before that, we had an art project where we would have to take a paragraph out of a book and draw it. And I did War of the Worlds. And, you know, just before everybody was talking about it. And then the movie came out. I'm like, I did that. Steph found me an old, at Goodwill an old uh, War of the Worlds t-shirt. It has the original uh, Orson Welles uh, poster mm-hmm. and everything on it. Um, I have it up, but I, I'm too fat to wear it now. It's somewhere upstairs. Um that's back when I could wear smalls. Yeah, same. RIP. <laughs> I almost got there, but then I started slipping again, so putting weight back on. Oh, dude, I gave up that dream. I just, I'm owning it. Well, I just, I maybe I'm just putting muscle on. You might be man. Muscle weighs more than fat. Uh, so, so I mean, I you know when you got that haircut, your dinger grew through six inches. Oh yeah, day. I know. Yeah. I, <laughs> so that's all that. That's all that bologna meat. All that bologna meat. Yeah, that's uh, salami. Uh, <laughs> But yeah, so uh, War of the not War of the Worlds, not War of the, the, the Day the Earth. We'll do still. a Tom Hanks or a Tom Cruise top five. So yeah, for those who don't know, Keanu Reeves plays the alien in that film, correct? Yes. God, I can't even remember the movie now. I'm you're pretty asking, sure. I appreciate sure you're he asking plays, the tough questions. I'm pretty sure he plays the alien. Yes, he was like a like a kind of a uh, 
uh, just yeah. like a emotionless, emotionless yep. character. Yeah. yeah, so he's the alien. Like I said, it's been so long. See, I'm, to me, I'm just thinking that's just Keanu Reeves. <laughs> <laughs> Which he was perfect for that role. Uh, but uh, it just, it uh, was, it's, I mean, that's a memory was a mess. But, well, I uh, had to mention it. Yeah, especially your number two. Yeah, my number two. Like you couldn't legitimately put a movie you liked on number two? No, I'm not putting speed in this list. What's wrong with you? <laughs> or, right. uh, yeah, uh, not speed. even in speed two. Or speed two. <laughs> is he is? Is he? Yes. They're on the boat. But Sandra Bullock isn't. Sandra Bullock's Okay, not. I knew one of them wasn't. No, Keanu's back. Keanu. Keanu. <laughs> on the boat, dude. Keanu on the boat, dude. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, the day the earth... Went to McDonald's is my <laughs> the, number two. The data Earth still 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 still. Uh, all right. So we, where are we at now, Blake? That shoot. <laughs> Here it is. Time for me to read again. A segment. What is this segment? What? Are, uh, this is what we call our. That's right. Uh, that's this is the ones that almost made it. These are our honorable mentions, our, and I guess you go first. Yeah, right? these are our honorable mentions. Honorable. I actually had to narrow these down. A yeah, little bit. same dude. Tough. <laughs> God, I hate you. Because <laughs> uh, uh, I could have put some sequels and stuff in here, but I felt like that had been cheating. Um, my first uh, honorable mention is Point Break. Uh, it's I've only I haven't seen this movie in a long time, so that's another reason I think it kind of fell out of my list. Is uh, it's it really people love this movie and it's a cult classic. I just haven't seen it in forever, so and I almost rewatched the other uh, yesterday or the day before. I was like, oh, I might move up my list if I watch it. So I don't want to redo my list. I was just gonna leave it untouched. So I'll probably rewatch it when you leave. <laughs> but it what about uh, the remake? Huh? Is it? Oh yeah, I forgot. That's what the hem- reboot, the, whatever. Was it with one of the Hemsworths? Maybe. Maybe. Uh, who knows? Who cares? Yeah, um, yeah, it seems like a Spike movie. Yeah. <laughs> Spy, yeah like, like Spike, Spike TV. TV yeah. yeah. Uh, but it, this movie was directed by Catherine Bigelow, who, uh, for those who don't know, she's uh, won Academy Award for Hurt Locker. She's an uh, acclaimed director. Deuce's wife? Huh? What's her name? Catherine Bigelow. Not D- <laughs> Deuce Bigelow. I hate you so much. Ugh, you're ruining my list. Uh, this movie stars Patrick Swayze, uh, Keanu Reeves, Keanu, uh, Gary Busey, before he goes completely insane, uh, Lori Petty. And he was still attractive, right? Uh, yeah. Because no? this, this is right or when was he, he ever attractive? I don't know if he was really attractive, but he didn't look like a crazy man. Okay. Because like, this is right when he did Buddy Holly and all that stuff, too. Like the Buddy Holly story or whatever. Um. And uh, this isn't just another action film. Um, it's about uh, Keanu Reeves plays an undercover uh, FBI agent and uh, gets involved with bank robbers and so on and so forth. But this is my honorable mention, so I'm not going to go too long about it. But it is a classic. I'm sure this is streaming. Oh, this is I know for a fact this is streaming on. Uh, it's on HBO Max because that's where I almost watched it yesterday. Uh, I think it was HBO Max, but it is 100% streaming on something because I almost watched it. Um, but I want to say it is HBO Max. Yeah, but even if movies aren't streaming, that doesn't stop you. I don't know what you're talking about. This is documented. You rent them yeah. with money. Yeah, with monies. Uh, oh, yeah, the budget on that movie is $24 million and it made 83.5. So it made a pretty good amount of money. And obviously it was good enough, cult classic enough for them to do a shitty reboot of it. Like Red Dawn. Dude, we haven't seen it. That thing could be straight fire. Could be straight gas. It, it could be. Uh, probably not, though. 
So, uh, but yeah, my, and my other honorable mention, uh, I'm sorry, I'm not as prepared as I normally am guys, uh, is, uh, um, a weird movie. Uh, but I really liked, I think I liked the concept of it more than I liked the movie, which is why I didn't make my top five. And that's a scanner darkly. I love the, I mean, I like the visuals, I guess. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's all right. It's all right. It's okay. It's okay. No, the visuals in this movie are incredible. And this is what makes the movies. The story itself is kind of all over the place. Um, but Well, you got to be... Um, well, okay. Let me tell you the proper way to watch this movie. Stoned? No. <laughs> Drunk. <laughs> nah. Uh, you got to snort some mushrooms. Snort some shrooms. Yeah, you got to snort them, though. You got to, like, take shrooms, grind them up, and rub them yeah, underneath your toenails. Yeah, do something fancy and put them on a pizza. That's stupid. Snort shrooms, like and not dr- not drugs. We're talking about criminy mushrooms, like yeah, 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 yeah. like canned mushrooms, <laughs> like yeah, canned mushrooms from Roma that you can get. Uh, for, so this movie is directed by Richard Linklater, stars Keanu Reeves, Robert Downey Jr., Woody Harrelson, Winona Ryder. Uh, it's it's uh an all star cast. And for those who don't know what we're talking about, if you haven't seen a Scanner Darkly, it is acted, but it's got like this mocap. Mm-hmm. animation over top of yeah, it it's got a it's got like a uh what is it called uh, uh what is it called performance capture or something like that i can't remember but, but it, it, it's, it's got an animated. animation layer on top of real acting and i know link later did another one like this later on but i can't remember what it's called and i never saw it and the show on amazon called undone is almost the same way as well yes very much like it the show on amazon undone which it, is a 10 out of 10 so this is like uh it's it's about like America having a big war on drugs. Uh, there's like this illegal hallucinogenic drug that a lot of these people in the movie get caught up in, which I think is kind of why it looks the way it looks. It's supposed to be under the concept that everybody's high on this drug and that's mm-hmm. how the world looks. And it's just a very trippy movie. Um, it, it's very entertaining. It's a little artsy fartsy. It's artsy, but um, it's I I really enjoy it. I haven't seen it in a long time, but I need to go back and watch it again. But I've seen it a couple times. But like I said, because I haven't seen it recently, it di- it didn't make my list, and because it's a little weird. Um, but I, the just to watch it for the animation to me is worth it. And uh, this movie uh, cost eight point seven million and made seven point seven. I think this is one of those movies though, because in the era that it came out was a uh, yeah, it's a Cannes Film Festival movie. So that's at the time where those movies didn't really go to theater; like they were in like a limited release for like a week or two. And then they went to DVD. Mm-hmm. So, you know, like, yeah. stuff like Garden State, stuff like that. Like, you just had to hope for word of mouth to get seen in theater. So, it probably made much more money on DVDs and rentals at the time. Because I rented it from Blockbuster. That's how I saw it. Yeah, um, uh, yeah I rented it as well. So, uh, the, that's my honorable mentions are Point Break and Scanner Darkly. All right. Well, I only got one. Uh, it's from 1995. <laughs> it's called A Walk in the Clouds. <clears throat> it's uh, Keanu Reeves is a cowboy, judging by the picture, and uh, I guess he dies. I don't know. Uh, let it's me, an honorable mention. <laughs> we said ni- what nineteen ninety five? Nineteen ninety five, the golden year. He plays a guy named Paul Sutton. Let me at least look at this. So I don't know what the hell you're talking about. A Walk in the Clouds, directed by Alfonso Auro, co-starring. Aitana Sanchez Guijon, Anthony mm-hmm. Quinn, Giancarlo Giannini. It's a wor- set in World War Two. Who he married in a world credit the day. I, <laughs> so, so he's a cowboy. And <laughs> I've never seen that. I don't know. What, this is a romantic drama. It says. It's, 
in a brief synopsis, see if I can find a brief synopsis. So he comes back from war uh, to reunite with his wife. Then uh, the war has left him with emotional scars, experiences flashbacks. His reunion is strained. Uh, so I imagine it's super sad and uh, whatever. I, well, look. Have you actually seen this movie? No. That's why it's in my honorable mention. You're a son of a bitch. I'm t- I'm look, I I'm here to you, no, know, sh- you know show the light on some of these, you know, lesser-known movies. It's apparently based on an Italian comedy drama film from 1942 called Four Steps in the Clouds. You say comedy? Uh yeah, comedy drama. It's uh called Quattro Passi fra le nuvole. Hmm. But so. this one's just a drama. This one's just drama. a straight, yeah, it says straight romantic drama film. Mm. Oh, boy. So, what was your honorable mention again? Don't a, look at it. A Walk in the Clouds. Okay. <laughs> so I have it on my queue. Yeah, it's honorably mentioned because you want to see it. Oh, yes, honorably, yeah, because I'm the most intrigued by that picture of him wearing a cowboy hat with clouds behind him. So you said it's in your queue on uh, what platform? Uh, uh, CBS Access. <laughs> I'm gonna watch that and what's, and then Picard. I was trying to think of a failed uh, uh what's a failed streaming service? One uh, it's on Crackle. It's on Crackle. Crackle. There you go. Uh, yeah. That's Seinfeld though. Yeah, for a while they did. I've it, never been on Crackle. It was, it was like what did I do? Showed random episodes. episodes yeah. yeah, it still have, exists. It's just terrible. I gotta. Okay. They had the Joe Dirt sequel. Oh yeah, it was an exclusive, right? Yeah. Or the what was the Yahoo one that I had for a while too? Because that's where uh, community, community was supposed to be. Our community was. Yeah, that I last got community season. service on my mind. Any hoop? Any hoopst? Uh, so, so now we, <laughs> now we're getting to the part of the show. We're getting to the taters. To the taters. We already gave you the meat. Yep. Now it's the good stuff. Now it's the taters. Mm-hmm. Uh, done any which way. So this, uh, we're on to our number ones. I think I can guess what your number one might be. Yeah. I, I, it's pretty clear. It's pretty obvious. Replacements. I, it's God, mighty. All right. So my number one is, uh, I think objectively will be viewed as his best film because it's arguably one of the greatest sci-fi films ever made. Uh, my number one is the matrix. Um, this was going to be my number one from the beginning to go. Cause even as much as I love Bill and Ted, the Matrix is his most uh, popular film by a long way, and uh, that whole series, which they're making a, a new one, I guess. They're that, making a fourth, right? Uh, it's yeah. not a reboot? No, it's a fourth one, legitimately, and apparently it's a love story, is what Keanu Reeves just recently said, came out and said. So It's a rom-com? It's going to be a train wreck, because those movies got progressively worse. The second one was okay, the third one was really bad, and uh, so this one will probably be even worse. I've seen the first one. The first one's and, really good. Uh, and a... I was, about to call it, I was about to call it the Animaniac Tricks. He, he's in one of those, in one of the shorts in Animatrix, the last one, right? He only uh, has like one line. What's that? We're like four of them, right? There's like six or seven. Oh. Uh, but he's in the last one, the one that's like supposed to be a sequel. to Because it's supposed to be set in between one and two, I think. Mm. So, and it's <clears> like, <throat> a sequ- like a like a little, like a connector. But even though it didn't release until after two, it was supposed to come out before two, but because animation demands, it came out too late. But anyway, The Matrix. So The Matrix released in 1999. Uh, it was directed by the Wachowskis. I guess they'd be the sisters now. Not trying to be politically incorrect. So I, I think they are both transgender women now. I know one of them was. I think they both are now. Oh, okay. Um, I knew one was. 
Uh, but they just go by the Wachowskis to avoid, I think, confusion, I guess. But um, but they directed this film. This is their big breakthrough film as well. Um, they uh, this also co-starred Lawrence Fishburne, uh, Carrie Ann Moss, Hugo Weaving, and uh, Joe Pantoliano. Um, uh, this uh, hold on the of the budget. It was sixty-three million dollars, and it made four hundred sixty-five point three million dollars. Which that seems kind of low. That seems low, though. Don't you think? If it, doesn't it sound like you know, as popular? That seems high to me. Really? As I mean, popular a, as that movie is, that movie is hugely popular. Yeah, I guess popular. you're right. Yeah, like uh, let's see, critical response on the film. When did that come out? Two thousand one. Nineteen ninety-nine. Yeah. So. Uh, it had a lot of return viewers as a big thing, but you know, it sold like hotcakes. Yeah. And, yeah. I guess it was huge because when that movie came out on DVD, that's like the first wave of DVDs. And I think that was one of the most high selling DVDs at the time, because it was like this whole new wave of what, how to watch things in the high definition and all this higher definition and stuff like that. And, uh, but, uh, I don't see it. Oh, it's got 88% on Rotten Tomatoes. So for those who don't know, this is a very, um, uh, cyberpunk dystopian movie. I, I mean, spoiler for a movie is 21 years old that everyone has seen, but where based around a main character, who's like a Jesus type character, uh, in Neo, which is who, what Keanu Reeves plays. And he's like the chosen one that's supposed to save all the humanity. Who's been enslaved by, uh, the robots, uh, in the future on earth and stuff. And it's just about him, them going inside the computer system or the matrix and him becoming this total badass. It's a sci-fi action film. It's very fast paced. The story is incredible. Um, the second one, like I said, has a pretty good story and it's well done. But the third one, it, they didn't know how to wrap up the story, unfortunately. I think, and uh, it just went off went off the rails. Um, but man, uh, if you haven't seen this movie, I don't know what hole you've lived in, but definitely watch this movie. Um, it, uh, like I said, I saw this one in theater, and I saw the second and third ones in theater, and I've seen this movie numerous times. I own it on uh, 4K. Not 4K, Blu-ray. I don't think it's available in 4K. Um, but like I said, this was kind of what because between this movie and some of his early '90s stuff, like like I think Speed was like '94 somewhere around there. Like he had a kind of a stale point where he was just doing a lot of rom-coms or rom, uh, you know, romantic dramas and stuff like that, and that was kind of where his career was going. And then this kind of brought him back into action again. So um, you could make the argument this kind of saved his career. But it's perfect. It's a guy who he plays a guy who's kind of clueless to what's going on, um, but very calm. Uh, you know, one delivers really great one-liners. You know, like I know kung fu. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so it's just a great movie, and the surrounding cast is fantastic as well. But this is easy. This is hands down Keanu Keanu's best movie. So um, there are a ton of other movies by Keanu I love. Uh, that I could I could have done a top ten on Keanu. Um, me too. Uh, you know, Lake House just barely missed a cut for me. So, uh, <laughs> hmm. anywho, funny you say that. Oh God Almighty! I will hit the space bar. <laughs> my number one is The Matrix. All right. Well, my number one is a sci-fi. I don't care what anybody says. Oh God. What? And I've been hinting around to it all day. Time traveling. Uh, my number one is. The Lake House. Oh, God damn it. Uh, it stars um, Keanu Reeves. Keanu! And Sandra Bullock. Back at it again. 
And uh, what it is... Back at it again. Yeah, from Speed. Oh, yeah, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow. Um, but yeah, uh, this movie came out in 2006. I watched it on DVD by myself. Uh, what it is, it's, it's, a, it is a sci-fi cause it deals with time travel. I will uh, say this. I know you've actually seen this movie cause you've joked about it numerous times. I've joked about how much I hate it when I actually love it cause it's my number one. Uh, but it's a mailbox that delivers letters with like a three year difference. I believe time out, time out. This may sound... He's been making stuff up to this point. He's not making this up, folks. If you oh, haven't no, no. This seen this real. movie... If you haven't seen this movie, I suggest watching it. It's a Brom-Drom... Sci-fi? Sci-fi. Uh, where Sandra and Keanu are sending each other letters through this one mailbox. But the problem is, there's like a three-year, two-year, I can't remember, gap in between when they receive the letters. So they, you know keep writing each other and they eventually figure it out and they meet and it's a good happy ending uh for those who want to see this similar concept but done really well and a little more bittersweet i recommend watching the movie your name which is an anime which is a very similar story it's got a time traveling mailbox uh uh no how, how do they communicate they communicate because they switch bodies ah so they stole the idea uh it's, you've watched your name no, I haven't. You haven't? Oh, it's on my voodoo. I recommend y'all watch it. I think you'd really like it. Like, not joking. I think you'd really like it. Um, but, uh, but yeah, so uh, I... Uh, you haven't seen this movie, have you? I have never seen this movie. <laughs> I don't like Sandra Bullock. We've been through this. I oh, don't yeah, like... yeah, yeah, yeah. I like, I like Sandra Bullock. So, she was one of my first crushes as a kid. Just because never, of speed. Just never been into it. Never been into her. Just... It's never been into no it. No Miss Congeniality. No. Nope. No. Um, Demolition Man's the only thing I like her. What else was she in? What's the one with the football player? Oh, God. The uh, bright side? Yeah. Uh, Our uh, Mr. Bright side? <laughs> no, the blind side. Blind, blind side. <laughs> Mr. Blind side. Mr. Blind side. Uh, uh, Crash, which is a really good movie. She's in that. Gra- uh, Gravity. Um, oh, yeah, Gravity. You don't like that one? Uh-uh. I like that one. I was so bored. Uh, anywho, so... <laughs> Do you have anything else to add to your number one? Uh, Jackass. No. It's my top five solid list. Uh, Please watch Lake House. This is the best time traveling movie. Is there anywhere that is streaming right now that you know of? My heart. God almighty. That's it. All right. So without further ado, we're going to go through our top five one more again. Okay. Uh, My number five was Sweet November. Number four was Constantine. Three was John Wick. Number two was Bill and Ted Excellent Adventure. And number one was The Matrix. All right. My number one was... Or, excuse me. <laughs> well, that's all I need to talk about, really. Uh, my number five was No Nut November. Number four was Destination Wedding. Number three was Toy Story 4. Number two was The Day McDonald's Stood Still. And my number one is Lake House. Okay. Uh, so now we are going to do a little thing. That we call. It's the weekly recommendations, baby. Alright, that's right. This is our weekly recommendations. Oh, this is uh actually be like what the past two weeks of what we've done. Um yeah, I guess so. Um Technically. Technically. Uh my week recommendation is gonna stay on topic. Uh my week recommendation is uh Bill and Ted Face the Music. Um, I bought this movie day one when it came out on digital. Uh, it was, what, 
sparked me to want to do this uh, list. It is, if you like the first two films, uh, you'll love this one. It doesn't do anything different. It is the perfect ending to the trilogy. Uh, And honestly, in a year that has been super depressing for everyone, it is literally the just the most positive good-hearted film we really need right now regardless of whether you like the do you need to see the other ones not really i mean you can but they kind of sum up the other two movies in this movie uh it's not going to be anything new that you haven't seen before it's not going to win you over to the other two films if you haven't seen them um but it's just it's just warm it's happy uh it's you know just goofy humor and honestly it's the most comfortable I think I've ever seen Keanu Reeves in an acting role. Like he just looks like he's having so much fun, him and Alex Winter. So it is a, it's a ton of fun. It's not streaming anywhere free yet. You can rent it on like Vudu, Amazon and all that. Uh, I'm not sure if it's still $30. I don't think it is anymore. I think it's down to normal rental price. Um, I just went ahead and purchased it. You can purchase the digitals. I don't think it's out on DVD physical copy yet, but, um, or if there are other channels for you to watch it if you're uh, into those uh, areas of life. But yeah, uh, uh, Bill and Ted Face the Music is my weekly recommendation. All right. Uh, my weekly recommendation is a movie, and it's not, uh, I'm thinking of ending things. It is. Uh, <laughs> they should think of ending that movie. Yeah, they. Uh, unless you're just really smart, you're not going to like that movie. Are you or pretentious? You, basically, you pretend you're. Yeah, smart. yeah. Or unless you pretend you're smart, you're not going to like that movie. But The Devil All the Time was really good. That was oh, two, so those good. are two movies that me and my wife were really excited about, mm-hmm. and one just shit the bed on us. But oh uh, yeah, Devil All the Time was really good, especially if you want to see. Uh, foreign actors uh have better southern accents than our southern accents oh yeah uh it's that movie is so good it is so good it is it is a slow burn but it's a it's it's a good one the payoff is worth yes and it's got an incredible cast Mm -hmm. uh uh, bill skarsgård who plays pennywise uh sebastian stan who plays winter soldier robert pattinson who's batman uh tom hardy not tom hardy tom holland who is spider-man uh, Mio, I can never pronounce her last name. Mia Shalski, I think her name is. She plays Alice and Alice in Wonderland. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just, it is, uh, and, um, uh, Matt Reeves, not Matt Reeves. I can't remember his last name, but he, uh, plays John Connor in Terminator Genesis. He's in, uh, one of the Planet of the Apes that came out recently. He's a really good actor. It's just, and it's just really, a really, really, really it's a dark film mm-hmm. and it will make you a, if realistic dark topics make you uncomfortable, it's not for you um, because it does deal with some really dark material. But man, oh man, if it's just like you said, it's a slow burn, but the payoff is so good and it's so well done. Um, ah, yeah, I recommend it too. That's mm-hmm. it's a great movie, and it's on Netflix. Yeah, it's a Netflix original. Correct? It's a Netflix original. So, um, right on, man. So. Um, I think that was a good episode, <laughs> I guess. Um, so I guess now we're getting to the end of the show. This is the end of the show. So part uh, another part where you read. This is another part where I read. So, uh, yeah, so thanks, everyone, for listening to this week's episode of Objectively Subjective. Uh, I am your host. Your only host. Your only host, because I am the only one that knows the most 
about Keanu. Uh, but I am one of your hosts, Blake Allen. Uh, you can find me on Instagram at Blake Allen Art. And uh, you can find me on uh, Instagram at Blake underscore all underscore in. Been making some videos lately. so. And uh, as always, my co-host is uh, Paul Jansen. And I'm not even going to give out my personal Instagram anymore. It's not important. Uh, but I will plug our own stuff. Uh, you can find our show at uh, objectivelysubjectivepodcast.com. Uh, we have all our links to our social media on there, like our Instagram, which is at, obs- at Objectively Subjective Podcast, right? Yes. Yes. And our Twitter is at Objectively Sub. You can find us if you look us up on email, uh, on Facebook. If you want to email us any future topics or anything you want, uh, you can email us at Objectively Subjective Podcast at gmail.com. We do have tons of merch that's on our website. Uh, you you can we have a link to it there or you can just go to objectively subjective uh podcast.bigcartel or is it objectively subjective.big just click on the link on our objectively subjective yes. podcast.com or, and it's on our instagram as well yeah and we've and we've posted links to it a ton of times we have t-shirts uh based on you know what Kiari's was never in Spider-Man the animated series he never series. did a voice vo- he never, never voice acted for 1994 animated series for Spider-Man it's crazy Anyhow, anyhow, that's sad. So uh, we do have a T-shirts on there based uh, around our constant, for- sometimes forced reference of Spider-Man animated series. Uh, Only some. I don't ever remember us forcing it. No, so never forced. It never forced. And then, I mean, hell, if we just talked about the, sh- the shirt every episode, would be referenced. You're right. Uh, that uh, we also have koozies on there. Um, they so. If you guys could go on there and really help us out and pick some stuff up and spread the word, if you're li- we're the podcast is available on every podcast format. We're on iTunes. If you listen to us on iTunes, please, 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 please go give us a review of five stars. Leave us uh, a review on there. You can talk trash about us, say whatever you want, but uh, it helps the algorithm if you leave that on there. Um, but yeah, this has been a fun episode. So uh, next week's episode, like I said, is going to be uh, something of this similar ilk. Uh, Blake, you want to tell them what our top five is next week? Yeah, our top five next week is going to be Nick slash Nicholas Cage. <laughs> it's going to be top five Nicholas Cage slash Nick. So uh, yeah, this has been fun. We I said we send you guys out with some kind of music or whatever. I think this week I'm going to send you out with something from Bill and Ted. Uh, from one of the movies. I'm not sure quite what yet, so you guys will enjoy the song either way. But it, it'll be Keanu Reeves referenced. Um, if you can't tell, I edit these in post. So, uh, but yeah, it'll be more than likely uh, the the song from the new movie. But, Tosin? Uh, you know, he only plays the... Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. that's all you need. So I'm, I'll probably drop there right before it mm-hmm. launches. But anyway, thanks again, guys, and just want to say uh, be excellent to each other.